Hi, welcome. Uh, we, you are tuned to Music Monday here on Worcester Supported Community Radio, KGNU. My name is George. Uh, we're doing a special uh, night of uh, Persian music, and we'll get to uh, DJ Shiraz's selections later in the show. But uh, really happy and excited to have is the, the Farabi Ensemble. Did I get that correct? We have, um, That's right. uh, we have a tar, a clarinet, two daffs, and a zarb in the room. Um, Ahmad, do you just want to start playing, and we'll talk a bit about the music after this piece? Sure. Um, thanks for having us tonight here. Uh, I've been here once before, and uh, I did really like the interview. Uh, tonight I came back with the friends. Uh, uh, we all together play. We're a bunch of friends that we love Persian music. So we picked the name of Farabi for our ensemble. Farabi, Abu Nas Farabi was one of the uh, greatest musicians in Iran. Uh, the instrument that I play with uh, sounds to be one of his inventions. And uh, uh, Farabi has been walking in the desert once. That's probably how the the structure and construction of this instrument started. And he's been in the desert and, and he sees a dead uh, animal like a camel or a, a, a donkey or something. and uh, so the, uh, the the animal was dried a little bit and uh, the guts were just around the ribs and over the uh, uh, diaphragm of, the, of that uh, body and he just had his cane and just kind of hits it, plucks it with that and makes a beautiful sound just once, once he, uh, you know, plucks the, uh, the guts, the dried guts. So it comes to his mind to make something um, out of wood using the same membrane and you know some strings and uh, that's the shape of the tar today and you can see it that it's everything is natural here it's got camel bones it's got uh, the skin and horn for the bridge and is a hollow piece um, to to make this instrument sound anyways we picked that name because he's he's a well-known uh, musician in Iran um, our group none of us are professional we just played as uh, a hobby uh, we've been playing for so long uh, uh, I have here with me uh, Zara Sadeghi she plays daf uh, I have Frankie Paymon playing zarb or tombak myself play tar and sitar another instrument that I will be uh, introducing that, in that instrument later on as well I have Meg York, a beautiful American lady who is in love with Persian music and a very smart, very good musician. She plays the clarinet. Uh, she picked all Iranian, most of Iranian scales and modes, uh, musical modes. Uh, and I have Sina Goharju. He plays also the daf. So we got a couple here. Zahra and Sina are, are married couple. Uh, for tonight, uh, we have four pieces to play. Um, the first piece we play it's Mahur it's called Mahur and it resembles major or major scale it's kind of same same name so we're gonna have two pieces playing the the Mahur um, uh, just just to introduce how the Iranian um, you know musical mode in in major scale sounds like and after that we have a dance piece in Mahur that we're gonna play for you guys. Uh, so let's just start with playing first and we'll continue talking. 
live on Music and Money this evening. Um, and, and Meg, you guys have an event uh, performance coming up on Friday night, is that correct? Actually, it's Sunday, oh, afternoon. Sunday afternoon. That's okay, yeah. Okay. Sunday afternoon at 4 o'clock at the Columbine Unity Conference Center. That's at 8900 uh, Arapahoe. Um, it's $20, either in advance at brown paper tickets or at the door. And it's a beautiful venue. Um, I just, as a classical Western musician, I really believe that regional classical music, non-European classical music, such as uh, Persian music, deserves a beautiful venue with uh, pristine acoustics and uh, and a full-length concert. And so I'm putting together a concert series that benefits the International Rescue Committee as well. And this will be our first concert in the series. So Far Be Ensemble will play a set. We're actually the second set. The first set is going to be 
uh, Nepali music. And so my uh, good friend Bijay Shethra and Andy Skellinger are going to do a set of Nepali Indian uh, classical music with some of his new thoroughly composed pieces. And then we'll, you know, 45 minute set, we'll have an intermission. Um, I have a spokesperson from IRC. And then Farby Ensemble will play a full set. And then we'll have a collaboration surprise at the end. So um, you can find out more information on uh, my website, megyork.com, and you can get tickets at Brown Paper Tickets. Great. Um, can you talk a little bit about kind of your, I don't know, how you got into, I guess, non-Western classical music? I know you've played music from a, a variety of uh, origins over the years. Yeah, sure. And I guess um, how you... Yeah, it's a, it's a Persian music found you. It's interesting. I've always been drawn to Eastern uh, improvisation because it gives you a, a whole tapestry of sound that you can experiment with, um, and it's a different feeling in the improvisational aspect of it because it's almost like you have a gate and the gate opens and you can go out and explore, but you have to come back through it. So, for example, we played this entire first set in the key of C major, C major, and that's only really eight notes, but you can tell an entire story with just eight notes. And that's always been more intriguing to me than, I mean, I have a jazz background. I can play 32-bar changes, no problem. But then it's really cut and dried. You know exactly what you're supposed to do at every moment. Um, and so the freedom uh, and the poignancy of the melodies and the ornamentation of the vocals and the ornamentation of the instrumentals has always been very intriguing to me. I've always been drawn to it. So... Um, I'm uh, honored to be in this ensemble. Wonderful. And Ahmad, how did you meet Meg? How did you get connected? Uh, I met uh, Meg through uh, an event uh, in Grange down in Broomfield, mm -hmm. I guess. Yep. A friend of mine invited me. He said, Meg is playing there with a bunch of friends. Uh, they're playing Turkish music. I said, well, it's kind of close to our music. I'd love mm -hmm. to come and see what it is. So then they, she asked me to bring my instrument I said well I, I can but it's I'm not invited to play so I, I was sitting and 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 listening uh till Meg just came to me and tr introduced herself and said why don't you bring your instrument and just play something with us and uh everything started from there I think we just kind of clicked there and we we thought we we have some common um feeling about music mm -hmm. and what we like what kind of sound we we really like and what kind of music we appreciate and since then uh we started um you know having gatherings and seeing each other bringing f friends in who knew uh, persian or middle eastern music and we started from there i guess so till today that um she's helping us i mean she's inspiring all of us um i mean i'm so amazed by how she gets the middle eastern music how quick how fast how she has the feeling i mean i can hear the, i mean can feel the sound coming out of her instrument uh, as if it's coming out of a, a, an iranian or middle eastern person's heart and that's valuable so it's the Farabi Ensemble with us on Music of Mundi. And what do you have next? So, uh, Persian music and the scales, there are so many different scales because we have quarter, quarter notes or quarter tones. Um, that means if you look at the piano, the, the, the white keys are um, natural keys and the black uh, blacks are flats or sharps in between them. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, so seven and five makes 12 at each, you know, um, octave. Uh, octave you go. So if you, if you just consider some more uh, keys between the black and white and call them red or any, any other color you want, add them to it, that makes the Iranian, Iranian scale, Iranian piano that you can, you can play. So we got 24 actually instead of 12. Um, the one I'm going to play right now is, is in this scale called Dashti. It's a, it's a sub mode of a major mode called Shur. And it's got mostly touching on the quarter, quarter notes. Um, I imagine it's going to be very hard for a Western instrument to play that music. Um, guitar or any other instrument that, you know, they're, they're just demanded to use the frets they cannot play it but violin or a wind instruments um, violin definitely but wind instrument like like clarinet is very very hard to make those sounds out of the holes that are sounding differently that's what Meg is doing tonight and uh, just uh, I'm gonna sing along with the with the music um, let's see what happens what I what I what I uh, play is called dash T and a tribal in Iran, which is called Lor, Loristan, um, are singing this, this scale a lot. Ready, everybody?
ندار یارم بیداره یارم بیداره ما میرم ما چش کنم گرخون بباره گرخون بباره ای دایی دایی جونم خم گل خوانی سونم ای دایی دایی جونم خم گل خوانی سونم امانی حبیبم عزیزم Ensemble with us uh, again. You're having a show Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon at four o'clock at the Columbine Unity Conference Center. It's 8900 Arapaho. And uh, ticket info at MegYork. MegYork.com. But you're going to purchase advanced tickets at Brown Paper Tickets. Okay, but there's a link. They could find that link from your. They could find website. that link on the Facebook page or my Facebook wall or MegYork.com. Um, you can also just call uh, Brown Paper Tickets. Um, that's all online. But Fantastic. tickets will also be available at the door. It is a benefit for the International Rescue Committee, uh, which is uh, an international NGO that helps refugees get placed in their new countries. So their motto is from harm to home. And uh, I have a spokesperson coming. Victoria Francis will speak a little bit about IRC's mission and how we can help. There are always volunteer hours needed for that. And, uh, yeah, it's just good to pay back. So um, our next featured 
performance is going to be on DAF, and uh, Sina is going to tell you a little bit about this sacred drum of Iran. I'm going to move the mic over for him. Here you go, honey. And I'll say I'll let you guys uh, play out with uh, this piece. Or if you have one more or two more, or where are we at? It depends our time. Um, I mean, yeah, maybe this and one, one more. Sure. And once you play out the rest of the show. I say it's a real treat to be kind of sitting in the room with you all and hearing the, Thank you so much. the sound of the room. It's, yeah. there you go, it's really, really nice. All right. uh, hello, my name is Sina Goharju. Uh, my wife Zara and I uh, play DAF, uh, which is a very large, round uh, uh, frame. frame instrument. And... Uh, it is a very ancient instrument. It uh, is basically primarily used for spiritual occasions. Um, the frame, basically the circle, represents the never-ending uh, cycle of life. Uh, the gut and the skin basically represent everything that's alive. The rings, basically, um, when you play them, they dance, and hopefully they will bring everyone to dance. And um, as I said, it is uh, a very ancient instrument that uh, was primarily played in Kurdistan region of Iran, and it uh, is basically traveled in different parts of the world, Mesopotamia, Turkey, uh, Greece, Egypt, and even Ireland, you know, they have a very similar instrument. Um, it um, is used to basically um, uh, inspire people to meditate and uh, Sufis basically go in a trance once they start, uh, you know, dancing or um, twirling with this instrument. And uh, Zara and I love this instrument, and we basically started playing and practicing with our very dear uh, teacher, uh, Mr. Kayvon Tului, uh, which, uh, you know, has taught us very patiently. And uh, hopefully we can share this wonderful in instrument with you. We have a very uh, small uh, piece that Zara and I will play. It's uh, kind of short, but, you know, just um, it's a solo that uh, we have prepared for you.
Thank you. Very good. Thank you. Okay, George, I'm going to introduce this uh, fine instrument. It's very traditional, old instrument. If you look at very old Persian paintings, cave uh, carvings and all of that, you can see the, uh, the, you can trace this music, uh, this instrument and the music they played uh, even even before Christ. Uh, uh, it's it's uh, the most traditional, the oldest, and the finest in Iranian instrument. Uh, it's called setar. Uh, it's different than sitar, the Indian music. Se in Farsi means three, and tar means uh, uh, strings. So this instrument is uh, supposed to have three strings because it's called setar. Uh, 150 years ago, a person, a musician, Iranian musician, a Sufi, added the fourth uh, string to it just for the uh, tuning capabilities uh, and the instrument I'm playing today has um, four strings um, this is played with uh, with uh, the uh, uh, index uh, fingernail with the tip of the nail it's very delicate uh, uh, in Iran there is an expression saying sitar is not enough for one person and is too much for two people um, that's how they uh, introduce the sound of it. Um, so I just uh, I just play a little bit with, with that. It's got a small bowl, a, a small soundboard, uh, maybe seven inches wide soundboard. A bowl. The depth of the bowl is about um, maybe uh, four inches, and it's got a neck about forty-five centimeter, uh, which is going to be about um, maybe a foot and a half. So um, I'll just play something real quick with that. <laughs> 